Hi everyone, it's me, Sabella. I'm back. Welcome back. It's been a minute since I've been gone, huh? <laughs> I haven't recorded in a little bit. I've just been busy trying to move apartments, trying to live my life, I guess, trying to just do all these, like, things. Um, so I haven't been recording. I have a lot of shit on my mind still. Don't think I'm just, like, off the radar, not thinking about stuff and talking about stuff, you know, in my personal life. But it's time for me to come up on here. Um, I finally have some free time to just talk. I'm drinking some water. It's a very hot day today. Ugh. I'm not 100% a fan of the heat. You know what? I like the heat. I just don't like humidity. Humidity is what, like, stresses me out. Where it's just hot and humid and sticky. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. Um, so give me one second while I uh, drink this water. And I'll be back. <sighs> I always have to do that. Just like, <sighs> after I drink any, like, thing cold. But today I want to talk about ice again. Yeah. Um... They're fucking evil. <laughs> Straight up. Ice is fucking evil. Um, man, it's just getting worse, huh? It's getting worse and worse and worse by the day, by the, like, second, by the hour. It's just getting so terribly bad. Um, if anyone knows anything about ice, we know that ice has been terrorizing communities for a while now. Um... ICE has been a terrorist organization for a while now. Um, Obama utilized ICE very well. Used them to his advantage. Uh, Bush did. I mean, ICE hasn't been around that long, but the amount of terror that it has caused in the millennium is astounding. Um along with the Patriot Act, is just so, so disgusting. That's the only word that can apply here, is that it's disgusting. It is so horrendous, it is so gross, and it is so deeply immoral. <laughs> it's so fucking immoral. Just ice as an entity. Um, if you guys are not aware... Over the weekend, or over this week, it is the weekend now, but over the week, there was an ice raid at a um, Mississippi factory, a food factory, I think by Koch uh, Company. Koch Incorporated? I'm not sure what their official title is, but um, Koch Food Producers. Uh, there was a raid at their facility, and uh, over 700 people were taken in by ice. Now, we know this is routine. We know that ICE is going into communities and going into the workplace and uh, stealing people. And, and for all intents and purposes, and in all reality, what ICE does is steal people. They, they take people. 
and throw them into these detention facilities, these concentration camps, if we want to be really fucking honest. They throw them into these facilities, these concentration camps, and then just kind of let them rot, essentially. They want them to rot. They want people to suffer. They're stealing people, throwing throwing them into these facilities and just wanting them to die. Um, But the really fucked thing is they did it while children were in school. It was the first week of school in the Mississippi area where uh, the raid happened. It was the first week of school. So all the kids were in class at school first week really excited really ready for the day really like oh my god it's the new school year you know I think every kid gets a little excited for the school year you know you get to make new friends it's kind of you're a child and you don't realize it's a fresh start so it's a fresh start for you you're you're able to make new friends you're able to learn something new you're able to to be in an environment that isn't you know home you know, as a kid, school is your only form of socialization. School is the only place where you learn how to make friends and to communicate and to, you know, build a the network, quote unquote, a network. I mean, I'm super fucking old. So, of course, network is the word that comes to mind. But you learn how to communicate and you learn how to build a friend base and I know a lot of people make friends in elementary school that they have for life. You know, it's a school is very important in that aspect as well. So these kids are going into the school year. And I'm sure they're already terrified of what's going on in the world. You know, there's ice rates happening everywhere. No one's immune to seeing it. So these children are seeing it and they already have a heightened sense of of terror already. They're already scared that this is going to happen to their family. So they're going to school and they have these mixed emotions of, I'm excited for the school year to start, but I'm terrified something's going to happen to my family. And what happens? The fucking worst. The fucking worst. These kids come home from school and they find that their parents are gone. Taken away. Stolen. And you know everyone talks about these camps. So you know these kids know what happens in these camps. So now they're fucking terrified that their parents are going to die in these camps. That worst case scenario, they not only physically lose a parent because I stole them, but they also lose a parent because they die. And now they really are alone. The fucking trauma. The fucking trauma. And I know I've said this before, but you, they do this to these children on purpose. They traumatize these children on purpose. So that way they don't react. They give them fucking post-traumatic stress disorder. They fucking traumatize these children, right? So that way they won't quote unquote rebel. So that way they're docile. So that way they're quiet. 
So that way they're easy to manipulate and easy to control. How fucked is it that they're doing this to children? I mean, it's not surprising at all. (laughs) The Nazis did it to children. Any regime has done this to children. Any, I mean, imperialism does this to children. No matter what imperial force it is, imperialism destroys children. Why? Because they're easy to destroy. They're easy to tear down. Everyone knows how powerful children are, how important children are, how we need to take care of children to foster a beautiful new environment, to foster a generation that is actually going to advance humanity in a very positive and beautiful way. If you nurture children, oh my God, you get so much out of it. Like, as a society. Have you ever come across a child who's just so, like, just a beautiful, like, soul? And you're like, you're five years old, but you are such a gentle and kind person already. So, children can be incredible assets for our future. And we know that. We always say the children are our future. But what are they doing? Destroying these children. So that way, these children aren't the future. So that way, immigrant and undocumented children are not the future. It's... There's so many layers to this fucking raid. And it's not even this raid alone. It's just, it's all of it. It's all of it. It's not just these children in Mississippi who are traumatized. And don't go around sharing videos of these kids. Don't go around sharing pictures of these children crying, being fucking traumatized. Because (laughs) now you're, you're exploiting them. Now you're showing the world, look at the pain in these children's eyes to try to make a point. People know. People know. That those kids are crying. People know. 110%. So don't be going around circulating these videos and these photos of these children. Because no, they did not give consent to be filmed or to have their photos taken. They're children. Remember that. Don't exploit undocumented and immigrant children for the sake of like your trauma porn. Because you want people to see, oh, look, this is what's going on. They know. They know. You don't think Donald Trump knows that these children are crying. You don't think ICE officials know that these children are crying. You don't think that these right-wing assholes know that these children are crying. They know. They don't fucking care. They don't care. So trying to show these people, these children crying under the guise of of maybe getting some empathy from them is completely pointless because they don't give a fuck. They don't care. Trump supporters have already said, or not even just Trump supporters, just conservatives, just people who are undyingly patriotic to the United States have already said Well, don't show me photos of these children crying because, like, it's sad, but, I mean, their parents came here illegally, so, sorry. Literally, there's so many articles that have said that. There's so many, like, (laughs) people. The Times has interviewed 
the New York Times specifically, has interviewed, and they have said, hmm, well, it's sad, but, you know, the parents shouldn't come here illegally. How the fuck do you say that to a child? Mm-mm. <laughs> I, mm-mm. <laughs> it's so fucking gross. It is so gross. And that's the point where we're at. So you circulating these images are not getting the other side, you know, to be empathetic. It's not working. They know. They don't care. ICE officials do not give a fuck at all. What's that? What's that woman's name? Ice Bay. What kind of fucking bullshit is that? You know, if you showed her those photos and those videos of those kids, she'd be like, "Well, sorry, not my problem." Fuck that bitch. <laughs> Let me just say, I hate her. She's a horrible human being. Anyone in an ice uniform, horrible human being. Hundred ten percent. You are garbage. You are garbage. You are trash. You are going to one of the seven layers of hell. I hope you fucking know that. (laughs) I hope for their sake that Dante's Inferno is correct and there are seven layers of hell and you are in one of those seven layers of hell for being a fucking trash garbage human being and for fucking stealing people. I hope. I hope for your sake that that's what happens. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Anyways. (laughs) It's very early in the morning and I just woke up. So my brain is on like a mile a minute. I just came out of like my dreamscape. So if I'm like saying shit that sounds a little extreme or sounds a little weird, I'm sorry. It just is what it is. Um, But like... Stealing these people, stealing people, and then losing them, right? You know how many, like, (laughs) you know how many children that ICE has, quote-unquote, lost? They have lost so many children, and you know they're not lost. You know that they're in sex trafficking. You know they sold these kids. Or didn't even sell them because maybe they didn't even see any quote-unquote value in them, which is another fucked concept. But maybe they didn't see any value in them and just gave them away to sex traffickers. Because they are uh, undocumented children. They are indigenous children. They are brown children. Mm. That's that mindset that they have. That's that mindset that whiteness gives you. Like, not just whiteness in itself, but whiteness the concept. Whiteness in in imperialism and colonialism and the fact that, mm, well, this person's not really worth anything because they do not look like me and they do not practice the thing that I do and they do not believe the things that I do. So I don't think they have any worth. And if they do have worth, well, let me enslave them and let me make some money off of them. Like... that's how that goes. I hope you guys realize that. And whoever is, like, arguing with this podcast episode, one, I can't hear you. So stop trying to argue with me. And two, do you not understand, like, how this system works? Have you not actually tried to understand? There's a difference between understanding and then trying to understand. Are you trying to understand? Or do you just kind of take opinions at face value? 
Do you kind of watch your news? Do you consume your news on your phone and just kind of take the opinions that people have on the news, on your screen, as, like, face value? Do you take that and think, well, that's the only thing that there is. There's no, like, more depth to this. Are you one of those people? Stop doing that. Like, stop doing that. I sound aggressive, and I am being very aggressive right now, but stop doing that. Because there are so many nuances. There is so much depth to what you see on the news and what you consume as news. It's not just face value. It's not just someone's opinion. Someone's opinion is wrapped up in this entire system. Someone's opinion is systemic. It's not just an opinion. An opinion is not just an opinion anymore. And it hasn't been for quite some time. An opinion is not an opinion. It's not just, well, I don't know. I don't think, you know, and people should be, you know, coming here illegally. That's not a fucking opinion. That is you making a political statement. That is you making a judgment call about people. That is you thinking that it's okay for ICE to raid someone's place of work where they should feel safe. Where they should feel like, okay, I'm here to do my work. I'm here to make some money. I'm here to help my family. I'm here to help myself. They should feel safe at a place of work. And we can talk about how work is just not a safe environment at all, especially for undocumented people. But this is the point I'm trying to make. We can't, <laughs> you can't just say that. You can't just say, oh, well, they shouldn't be coming here illegally because now ICE is going into their place of work, stealing them, throwing them into these detention facilities where they can't bathe, they can't eat, they're sleeping with the lights on, they're given a fucking foil blanket. A lot of them are going fucking missing, right? You can't say that. An opinion is a statement. An opinion is a judgment call now. It is not just, well, I think X, Y, and Z. It is wrapped up in all of the systemic nuance. An opinion is, I don't really like the color pink. You know, like, I get why other people like it. It's just not my thing. I don't really like, you know, uh, supernatural, not really my kind of show. I, you can like it, that's cool, but like, not really my thing. I don't really like Old Town Road, you know, like, uh, I liked it when it first came out and now I'm just like real sick of it and I don't want to hear it anymore. Those are opinions. I don't like tomatoes. That's an opinion. That's an opinion. An opinion is not. Well, I don't think that Undocumented people should be uh, getting health care. I don't think undocumented people should be uh, getting helped out financially. I don't think undocumented people should be working here in the United States. I don't think that those uh, facilities are concentration camps. That's not an opinion. That is not an opinion. That is a political statement. That is a choice you are making. You have gone from having an opinion to making a statement. To picking a side. I hope people understand that now. I hope people get that shit now. 
Because there's this whole conversation people are having. Well, well, that's just my opinion. You can't respect my opinion. The fuck? That's not an opinion. That's like saying, people say, well, I don't like undocumented people. Like, I don't like olive oil. Like, how? That is not an opinion. How, not liking olive oil is an opinion. Yeah, sure. But not liking undocumented people? That's a whole ass fucking human. What do you mean you don't like them? You don't know them. You don't know anything about them. You don't know their name. You don't know their age. You don't know their religious affiliation. You don't know anything about them. How are you making a judgment call? The fuck? <laughs> like, seriously. It, so now opinions are, are not even thinly veiled. And now opinions are obvious political statements that people try to say, well, that's just my opinion. Well, your opinion is fucked. Your opinion is directly harming people. Your opinion is causing white supremacy. And I know we're having this big old conversation about white supremacy. And guess what? That's not a new term. That shit's old. That term alone is very, very old. People have been using that term for a very, very long time. Really long. So white supremacy finally coming into the, to the conversation is not a new term. At all. So if you try to say, well, people are all of a sudden talking about white supremacy. Bitch, we've been talking about it. We've been talking about white supremacy for a very long time. The fuck you mean it's new? Just because it's new to you doesn't mean it's new to the conversation. Get your fucking head out of your ass. <laughs> I'm so mad. Like, I'm so fucking heated. I'm so angry. Because look at what's happening to the world around us. Look what's happening to people all over the fucking globe, right? Look what's happening to Kashmir. Like, people are being fucking oppressed everywhere by these big regimes. And everyone wants to sit here and say it's a fucking opinion. When Muslims are being killed because they eat beef, and they're being hung, and they're being lynched, and they're being tortured because they eat beef, that's a fucking issue. That's a fucking problem. That is, and people who try to justify it, you are having an opinion. You are making a choice. Not even having an opinion. I'm sorry, I'm just so heated. Like, you're not even making a uh, an, you're not even having an opinion. You're making a choice about how you feel about other people based on what you see, based on what you read. You're not really thinking about the issue. So when you're saying you don't feel bad for these people who are being stolen by ICE, you're making a fucking statement. You're not really thinking about the larger issue at hand. You're taking the shit at face value. Enough with the face value shit. Enough of it. Like, I, I'm so sick of people not critically thinking. And it's definitely the educational system's fault. I'm not saying it's individual people's fault. But like, I mean, if we critically thought about this shit, if we really, really actually thought about this shit, we would say, hmm, well, I mean, these people are coming here to have, like, a better life, and isn't that the whole thing that America always talks about? Like, how, you know, we welcome everyone who wants to have a better life, and 
I don't think these people are terrorists. Like, they're really just trying to get away from from what's happening in their home country. And, well, what is happening in their home country? And, and why is there so much, like, upheaval? Why is there so much stuff going on? Like, what is what is really happening in the world? What is making people come here? And they're coming here because they want to have, like, a family and they want to support their family and they really just, they really want to make some money and have a better life and and you know, build themselves up and build their children up. And isn't that the whole point? Like, isn't it the whole point of of America? Like, we're not really thinking like that, huh? We're not thinking like that at all. We're just kind of going off of what someone tells us on the television or what someone tells us through our screen or what someone tells us from across the table. It fucking makes me mad. It also makes me mad that... At the Koch factory, women have been sexually harassed and sexually assaulted. And they finally said some shit about it. They finally said, you know what? I'm being sexually harassed and I'm being sexually assaulted. And they all got together and they sued the fuck out of Koch. And guess what happened? Their shit got raided. These women stood up and said, I'm not dealing with this fucking bullshit. You are taking advantage of me in so many ways. So, fuck you. We're going to sue you. We're going to hire a legal team and we're going to fucking sue the shit out of your goddamn company. And what happened? That facility got raided. And what happened? Those women are now in detention facilities getting sexually assaulted by ICE officials. Yeah. Sexual assault happens in ICE facilities like nothing else. I mean, we have to talk about the relationship between, like, a prison guard and a prisoner, which is effectively what this this relationship in these detention facilities are. Even worse. And how they're taking advantage of these, these people. They're taking advantage of these women that are in these facilities and saying, well, you can't say anything because you're undocumented. And we'll deport your ass. So I'm going to fucking sexually assault you. Because I can get away with it because I have the power. Not only do I have the power in this facility, but I have the power systemically. No one's going to arrest me. But they'll fuck you up and they'll send you back to wherever you came from. That's that mentality. That's that aggressive mentality that they ha- that I- these ICE officials have. I'm telling you guys, this is fucking gross and this is fucking dangerous. This is so bad and it has been getting bad. I mean, honestly, imperialism has always been bad. It's always been fucking terrible. It's always been a goddamn disease and I'm so sorry, God. But like, it's been a fucking disease for so long since imperialism was fucking created. Since imperialism was a fucking thought. Since a fucking king decided, hmm, I like that territory over there. I'm going to take it. That's imperialism. I mean, maybe not how we think of it today and not how we talk about it today, but that's imperialism as well. Ever since that whole bullshit of, well, let's take people's land because I want a bigger kingdom. Ever since whenever that shit started... Dear Lord, like, 
It's fucking gross. It's fucking horrible. It's so disgusting. These kids, man. They're fucking kids. They're children. Do we not care about kids? Well, I know the answer to that. They don't care about uh, non-white kids. Who gives a fuck about a brown or black or non-white kid? And especially, who gives a fuck about an indigenous kid? That's, that's the... That's the whole thing. I didn't say that very eloquently, but, like, that's the whole, like, idea that conservatives have, that right-wingers have. Who gives a fuck about anyone else who doesn't look like us? If you can't make me money, I don't give a fuck about you. It's just, like, it makes me so sad. (laughs) Like, deep in my fucking soul. And then not to mention Toni Morrison died this week. I was going to say month. Well, I mean, she did die this month, but this week that I'm recording this, she passed away earlier this week. A fucking tremendous loss. A tremendous loss. You know, I'm going to read some of her quotes to finish this episode off because there is a lot more that I can say, but I'm very tired. And I, like, yelled. (laughs) for like a minute I yelled for a minute and I will record another one to get my point across a little bit more eloquently but like I'm just so angry so deeply angry so I'm going to read off a couple quotes by the wonderful Toni Morrison who is who is and was a pinnacle of like authorship a fucking ray of light Ugh. okay so some of my favorite quotes is uh this quote is about racism so she says the function the very serious function of racism is distraction it keeps you from doing your work it keeps you explaining over and over again your reason for being somebody says you have no language so you spend 20 years proving that you do Somebody says your head isn't shaped properly, so you have scientists working on the fact that it is. Someone says you have no art, so you dredge that up. Somebody says you have no kingdoms, so you dredge that up. None of that is necessary. There will always be one more thing. She's right. A hundred percent right. A hundred, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred percent right. Another one. Um, Let me find a really, really beautiful one. I mean, they're all, like, fabulous. They're all great. But I really want to find this one. In times of dread, artists must never remain silent. This is precisely the time when artists go to work. There is no time for despair, no place for self-pity, no need for silence, no room for fear. We speak, we write, we do language. That is how civilizations heal. And it's time to stop being quiet. It's been time to stop being quiet for a really long time, since the fucking 1600s. It's been, it's been a long time. It's time to stop being quiet. We're in the new fucking millennium. 
We are 19 years into this millennium. We can either let it go to shit. We can either continue the systemic process. We can either continue to let people die. Continue to let people be treated the way that they're being treated. Continue to consume the way that we consume. Continue to kill the fucking planet the way that we're fucking killing it. We can either do that. Or we can use our voice and say, no, enough. We're, we're, do- we're tired of this. This is done. This is over. Fuck this shit. And it's not up to the people who are being oppressed to stand up and make a change. It's for those who are not being oppressed who need to stand up and say something. Who need to finally speak the fuck up to protect those who are being oppressed. To put themselves on the fucking line. There's this dude. I'm going to go on a rant again. There's this, there was this man. I think it was like two months ago. I think it was the end of May. The beginning of June. But there was this man. Um, I will link everything that I find. I have to. I don't remember his name. I don't remember the article. I'll, I'll find some resources. And he wrote like a little. I don't want to call it a manifesto. Because it's not a manifesto. He wrote a like essay talking about why he did what he did and he went into he went up to an ice facility um and was going to break people out and he got shot and killed that man used his voice for something that man used his autonomy for something Because he saw this shit is fucked up and no one is doing anything. No one is going to these facilities and tearing these facilities down in mass numbers. I mean, yes, there is a complication with that because then we we live in the society of fear of like, well, if we try to rebel against the the empirical forces, we're going to get fucking killed. And that's on purpose. Again, numbers could easily overtake this imperial force. Numbers could easily take this bullshit out very easily but they instill this this fear so that way you never rebel you never speak up you feel like well I'm gonna die I'm next they'll kill me if I try to do anything about it but I will find his name I will find the article you guys of course read it yourselves of course you guys can form your own opinions about it um I'm just here for to give you the information, make you think a little bit. I'm trying. I'm trying to do that. Um, but we have to speak. That's why I created this podcast, because shit needs to be said. But shit needs to be said so that everyone can hear it, so that everyone can understand it. It can't just be said in the privacy of your own room. It can't be just be said in academic spaces. It can't just be said, you know, in, in conversation, in a bar. It needs to be said out loud for everyone to hear. And if you're feeling despair, if you're feeling like, oh my God, I don't know what we're going to do. I get it. I get it. I'm there all the time. I think about this shit all the time and I am at that point so much. But then I remember the really fantastic community work people are doing. 
Then I remember the people who are fighting. Then I remember the people who are getting involved in law, getting involved on the ground, getting involved in trying to help people, trying to tear down imperialism brick by brick by brick. I sound like that Squidward meme where he was like talking about the Krusty Krab. But, I mean, I'm Squidward in this moment. Or at least that, like, part of that episode. <sighs> Get involved with the community organizers. Donate your money if you have any extra cash, if you have anything that you want to donate. Donate it, please. Like, please donate. Donate to Border Kindness, which is one of my favorite charities, and they they uh, get supplies for, like, children, for undocumented children and for immigrant children. They get school supplies and they get diapers and they get formula. They really are trying to help out the kids. Border Kindness is really great. There's a lot of other uh, organizations that are really great. I'll link some for Mississippi down below. Get involved with anything and everything that you can and donate your money to make sure that your dollar is being used in a way that benefits others and not just feeds into the system and is not just promoting a culture of buying to, to forget. Buying to not look at what's really happening. Because that's what's going on. We buy so we don't see. They want us to buy so we don't pay attention. And that's a whole other rant. I've done that before. And I'll do it again. I will scream this until I die. So, with all this said, I am going to read one last Toni Morrison quote. One of my favorites. I'll read two of my favorites. Uh, we'll see. Let me read this one. Maybe I'll just end it on this. <sighs> so she said, I tell my students, when you get these jobs you have been so brilliantly trained for, just remember that your real job is that if you are free, you need to free somebody else. If you have some power, then your job is to empower somebody else. And that, I will like live by that quote. I really want that, like, on my tombstone. <laughs> like, honestly. So, I'm gonna go now. Um, it's a weird ending to an episode. I hope this, this episode isn't too aggressive, isn't too... Well, no, I do hope it is aggressive. But I hope it's, um... I hope it makes sense. I think that's what I wanted to say. I hope this episode makes sense. I'll do some editing and we'll see. But thank you guys for listening. Get involved. Do what you can, because just talking about it isn't enough. Getting involved in, and giving your money and giving your time and your effort is where the real work goes and where the real change happens. Okay, well, I hope you all have a really nice day, a nice week, a nice... I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to talk to you guys again. Hopefully soon. I'm going to try to get back on track. I don't really have a schedule because it's the summer. Um, when I go back to school in the fall, hopefully I will have like a schedule and I can hop back on it. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys are doing well and I will talk to you next time. Bye.